you know. On like Donkey Kong. <laughs> Kill the brain. I have a box filled with heads and hands. Shalom. Brain Dead Radio, episode 182. My name is Rob, joined with C to the J and not Ari, because Ari is off in a hard-hitting assignment at some bullshit convention where he's probably going to get another goddamn plague and not bring any stories back to the show. Because what I am realizing is that Ari doesn't care about BDR, uh, CJ. He doesn't care. He just wants to further his bullshit Spider-Man 67 agenda. Oh, I wanted him to get, like, some of those glasses with the built-in camera so he can do some, like, you know, undercover work when he's there. Right. You know? But he and won't. also, why won't he do a First Amendment audit there? I know. Because, right? Ari, you know, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know where Ari, I don't know where Ari lies yet. Uh, I can't, I can't, I can't tell his allegiances yet. Mm-hmm. Uh... Uh, but yeah, we you got know, some real Game of Thrones stuff happening behind the scenes that people I f- don't see. They don't see it. They might There's hear inklings. Drama. Son, tons like, of drama. Me and you have like secret, you know, talks in the Rose Garden. Love affairs. You know? I know. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just I mean. But you and Ari have secret talks over the, the internet. I mean, we, you know, he shows me his penis, and I go, "That looks nice." But you know, can you bring <laughs> some content to the show? Because your cock isn't bringing in listeners. So let's hope that he is at Son of Monster Palooza or whatever the fuck he's at. And he's, uh, you know, talking to some people and spreading the good word of Brain Dead Radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope I hope that's the case. Are you, do you hope that he brings uh, a He-Man to, like, to- like toss in the air? Like, I'm Aaron Rodgers. Like you were talking about with the guy at the bar who brings no, the football. No, so CJ, okay, so CJ was making fun of me. So for those of you who maybe have listened, maybe don't listen, and you think that like, oh shit, Rob likes football. I do like football, uh, kinda. I like football. Shock. Yeah, I like football in the in the oh, sense shock. of I like football in the sense of like I like uh, being a part of uh, something. Uh, where CJ just is like, I'd rather be alone by myself as a sad sack of shit and just hating everybody else. But that's fine. <laughs> CJ has his own thing. He likes to be alone and just likes to think that he's better than everybody else. Uh-huh. I like to get out in just the field. Just a Cure song playing yeah, basically. I, I stare sadly yeah. into the distance. And then he wonders why no one likes him. It's so weird. It's like, yeah, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, dude. If you don't go out and you know get out there, people are going to be like, you're a fucking weirdo. So I get out there into the crowds, and I get to see all these weird, drunk assholes uh, and in particular, one of them uh, at the bar today had a football. I don't know why he had a football. He had a football. I mean, it's a football game, but he had a football. He was in his 20s. And every time that Aaron Rodgers uh, from the Packers threw a pass, and it did well, I guess, he would hold his football up and be like, yeah, I did that. Like, you didn't do shit, dude. You didn't <laughs> do shit. Uh, you're sitting at the bar with your underage girlfriend uh, who is drinking nothing but water while you are pounding your Miller Lights. Uh, and holding the football up. And then he'd walk around the bar, and he'd find people, and he'd be like, high-fiving them. Yeah! Yeah! Did you see well, that? Just like yeah. uh, the guy with the orange shirt at the bar that time? Uh, yes. Basically. Yeah. It's, it's name, like Tangerine or yeah, whatever it's, we called it's him? Ba- Sherbert. 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 It was Sherbert. Uh, it's basically the same thing. Uh, but that's why I like this stuff. Like, I don't give two shits about, you know, in this case, it was the Vikings-Packers, so it was uh, Minnesota versus the Scotty Boys. Uh, I don't like either team, but <laughs> what I find fun 
is that when you go to a game like this in a Wisconsin bar, they take the shit seriously, and it's great. So it's the experience. I, I invited CJ, but he didn't want no part of that, and said, "I don't know what did you for, what did you you did did you do for two hours, CJ?" While I was out having fun with people, what did you do? Yeah, you just hung out and did nothing. Yeah, my couch. Yeah, you slept and maybe you watched some First Amendment audits because you're living the life that everybody just dreams of living. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I never said anybody wants my life. (laughs) You do not want my life. I don't want your life. I don't want want your life. Uh, but yeah, so we went to the. I'm living on the edge every day. But you're I'm not. Just like, you're not. The edge know. is. You're not the edge. I don't know no, you're not. If if you if you actually went out and fucking got into a car and ran into like a brick wall and then jumped out, and was like, yeah, I lived. I'd be like, you're living on the edge. You ain't living on shit. You're living on the edge of the couch, bitch. You're just fucking laying there, and maybe you'll answer one of my texts. Maybe. Which is so weird, because every time we hang out, you're on your phone but constantly. I mean, the, I mean no. more like the edge of society. You're not on the edge of society. <laughs> you're not on the edge of society. You're not. You're just shutting yourself off because you're like, I think sports ball is dumb. And I'm like, that's fine. I don't really care, but come hang out with friends, bro. You could have hang out with friends. And then I probably could have paid for you because, you know, like it was Leslie's turn to pay, but her card got declined. So that was super cool. Like, awesome. You did that on purpose. And I fucking know it. I fucking How know embarrassing. it. It wasn't embarrassing. Did they, like, did it they cut me. it up in front of you like in the 80s movie? I wish they would have. Like, sir, we're going to have to cut this up. It wasn't mine. She'd have been like, ma'am, I was the one who had to fucking pay. And I'm like, I already paid for <laughs> shit yesterday, man. So now I'm all amped up because now I'm like, I'm fucking <laughs> amped. That's you're amped up. Yeah, all right. I'm not amped right. at you. Like you just right. yeah I'm not empty. No, I, I just get the brunt of it. I understand. Yeah, you That's get the, the brunt of a happy it. marriage. Yeah, is I have a dude that you can take all your anger out. Yeah, on. yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, CJ. Fuck you. It's fucking <laughs> bullshit. No, it's all good. So uh, <laughs> it's all good. I mean, whatever. It's fucking Sunday. I hope I hope that Ari is out there meeting Rob Zombie and uh, Sid Haig and some cool people. And I'm really hoping that he's not just spending his money on open bullshit toxic crusader toys. Like you better be doing something good with your time, Ari, because I shit you not. If you come back next week and have no good stories, mm, you're on thin fucking ice, bro. Thin ice. Like, I want him to buy, like, a haunted toy, like, behind the convention. Oh, like, like... something that he really wants, and he's just, like, some dude in a trench coat. It's just like, yeah, I got one. He was the only surviving one from this fire. Would it be, like, an Annabelle-type toy? Like, is that... The, is that <laughs> Probably, the... but it would be, like, a He-Man figure Just some lame-ass like, fucking haunted he He's being attacked by fucking what, like... Like, which He-Man figure would be attacking Ram-Man. him? Ram-Man. I hope, I hope it's just Ram-Man, and it's just ramming him in the butt i was totally unaware that they made another puppet master movies and tried to like reboot it it's terrible tom, tom lennon where right? the fuck have you okay I listen didn't know. Can I I didn't shut know. your fucking dumb face because we talked oh, about this on the podcast that's what i hate you that's what i hate you and you're like i had no idea and i'm like really because i talked about this like five episodes ago and i was like you guys excited and you were just like yeah totally no, but you were like, yeah, totally. So I'm just talking about shit, and you're not even listening. But how long yeah, ago was that? like five episodes uh, ago, you bitch. You bitch. I called it, because I was like, Tom Lennon, Reno 911. This looks amazing. It's got a whole bunch of comedians in it. And you're like, yeah, totally. Which means you weren't even listening. 
this is why I hate your face sometimes. Because I brought it up, and you were like, that sounds great, Rob. I can't wait. And then, of course, you're like, blah, 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 blah. Fuck you, Rob. Why do I even talk into this microphone? Why do I even talk? I mentioned cool stuff, and then I'm sure Sam, I'm sure it was Samuel P. Samerson was like, hey, CJ, did you hear about them rebooting uh, Puppet Master? And you're like, I didn't. I can't wait to bring it up on BDR. And I'm like, god damn it. God damn it. It's terrible, though. So you shouldn't waste your time with it. Uh, it, it, it is it is legitimately terrible, CJ. Uh, it's very, very, very bad, which is a bummer. Uh, Thomas Lennon could not could not fix this could not fix this movie, uh, and the gore is actually uh, really not good. I rented it last week. It, it's not it's not worth it. It's not it's it, at all. The, that's the thing is it could have been like it could have been amazing because like it's Puppet Master it's Nazi puppets. And it's like, how could you fuck this up? They're puppets that are Nazis, uh, and they kill people. And you have all this technology now, uh, and it turns out, uh, no, there is a way to fuck it up by making it very uninteresting. Uh, Anderson was 100% right. I thought he was full of shit, and I rented it anyway. And no, he was right. It's bad. Bad movie. Don't watch it, CJ. It's terrible. Well... Yeah, yeah, I, yeah it's bad. I, I won't watch it. Yeah, it's bad. It's not... It's it's it, It's... it's 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 not even like so bad it's good. It's like you have all these pieces in the movie. Like you had a really good script writer. Like the dude who wrote. Did you ever see the movie um, uh, Bone Tomahawk with Kurt Russell? It's a western, like a fucked up western. I've heard of it. Okay, but I think Samuel P. Samerson has talked about it a bit. Okay, well Samuel is right if he said it was good. You should watch it because I think yeah, thank yeah. you. It's like brutal, right? Yeah, it's yeah, it's super brutal, super brutal. So the guy who wrote that wrote Puppet Master: The Littlest Reich, and you're like, oh shit, what? Awesome. Nope, nope. I don't know what happened during production, but they play it straight, which is good, but it's not good. I'd rather watch the originals. I'd rather watch the originals. When I think of Puppet Master, my favorite part was never the Nazi tie-in to it. It was, it was just the, like, hey, they're cool puppets, and they kill people. Like, I just like the puppet design. I mean, Because when they leaned real heavy into that for the backstory, and then they're like, oh, we're going to make that, like, the whole thing. But, that, like, but okay, that always was the whole thing. That's how it was in the first one. Like, they were always I mean, Nazi that was puppets. The backstory. That was the backstory, but it wasn't, like, there wasn't, like, swastikas and shit all over the first one. Uh, yeah, like, there was! In the current time. Yeah, there stuff. was. Yes, in there the was. Yes, there was, dude. There was fucking swastikas all up in those movies. I mean, it was bad. It was like, like we, we can only film in like one warehouse, and like they they, they would do like flashbacks, <laughs> and it'd be like, oh, there's a swastika. Uh, we just hung it up in the wall, and then go into the future, and it'd be like the same warehouse, but like, oh, the swastika's missing. But no, they leaned pretty heavily uh, into, and that's the thing is, have you seen them recently, or has it been since you were a kid? No, I mean, this was like, I mean, all the full moon stuff was when I was, you know, like, like younger? in high school. Yeah, yeah, like demonic toys, like yeah, all that all shit. Yeah, toys versus Puppet Master. Yeah. Like, all that stuff. And then the Puppet Master that was like four, where there was like the tank guy. They turned him into like a tank puppet or something. It's and I don't think that had anything to do with Nazis, did it? It was they're just all, like, it's created a new one that's not a Nazi or something. Well, I mean, I can't, I, I don't want to definitively say, but I'm like 90% sure that the Puppet Master series from the beginning until now is rooted, uh, I mean, obviously rooted heavily in Nazism because it was all like, they were made by Nazis. And then 
the, but I the, think the for Jews. a reboot, I think like trying to be like let's let's accentuate that part of it. But they did. Really the... But the reboot, I know, and that's yeah, why I'm yeah. saying that's not the best idea ever. The littlest Reich, you know? if they're like yeah. puppet master, we're not Nazis. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, or they're just like now we change it to just some 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 magic, some some weird magic that makes the puppets. No, but I mean it's it still matter if it didn't have Nazi stuff in it. When you when when you get down to it though, is like it's about the puppets. It's yeah, about the puppets. The puppets aren't scary. It's not and... about the master race. It's not called puppet master race. Uh, it should be because what's scarier, Nazis or puppets? Nazis are puppets are not scary because again, you could just kick them. They're fucking like ankle high. Like the fact so that you're saying anybody... if Chucky was a Nazi, it would have been a better movie. A hundred percent, that would be an amazing movie. Are you fucking kidding me? Like you answered your own question. You answered your own question as you asked it. I could tell in your voice. I could tell in your tone as like well, that you would enjoy that. Yeah, no, I don't know no, about the no, general public. No. Halfway but... through your question, you're like, "Oh, would Child's Play be better if Chucky was a Nazi?" <laughs> like I heard that shit. Like you're like, "Yeah, it totally would be," <laughs> because you would get that extra level of like hatred. <laughs> When in doubt, make your bad guy a Nazi because then you can do whatever the fuck you want to these people because they're imagine. subhuman you trash. Like the good guy doll with like a little mustache oh, on it. Dude. Like... Well, they're remaking. You know that they're remaking Child's Play, right? So they have they have they have two Child's Plays uh, universes happening. They have the original Child's Play universe because they just made that one that yeah, was out called what, the like, Chucky uh, half a year ago. Yeah, called like, the Chucky. Not even a year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I watched that. Not bad. Uh, but like no, they, was, they, they have the whole Mancini Chucky films where like. Uh, they have Brad Dorif and everything is tied together. And then they also did like a soft reboot, but it's like a remake, but it's like a continuation. But now they're making a whole new child's play without Brad Dorif, uh, without the serial killer angle. And it's, uh, from all accounts so far, it's going to be about like, uh, uh, basically, uh, AI doll that goes nuts. It's like, yeah, I've seen that movie. It's called small soldiers. And it was mm. fucking. It was awesome because they had the good yeah. guys and the bad toys, and that was yeah. the shit. But why but no, call it be more play? of like a AI type, yeah. like, like movie AI yeah, type like, doll? So yeah, it's like, like what if chopping uh, mall? Like what if the teddy if bear that... went nuts? Yeah, well, or the kid from AI. Uh, and the kid did go nuts. Face. Haley Joel Osment. Yeah, like we yeah. <laughs> remember when he remember when remember in that movie when uh, his uh, his 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 brother made him eat spinach, and then his face was all like. <laughs> and it's all like hanging off his skin and you're like oh shit and then they're cleaning it up and the scientists are like you know the you know the dolls can't eat right you shouldn't have them eat and i'm like that's so awesome <laughs> like just being chastised because your super fucking ridiculous ai doll decided to eat spinach to get back at your shitty kid I love that movie. I fucking That's a love. Good movie. I love yeah. that fucking movie. That's like. I mean, it's almost it's mean as good spirited Spielberg. It's great. As Pines of the Tenniel Man, but it's not quite as good. CJ, CJ, when was the last time you saw Boston <laughs> Tenniel Man? I've only seen half of it. It was so bad. I never saw the whole thing. I mean, you didn't like Robin Williams as a Robin Williams android. Like, it was so dumb. Like, what if we had an android that was really good at improv? <laughs> that would be, like, the most annoying android of all time. Yeah, like, that's what AI becomes. Like, AI doesn't end up killing us. It's just yes, and. Out of us with improv. Yeah, it's what just. That, like, 
workshops on every corner and shit. Like what? Uh, my 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 droid can yes and like a motherfucker. You don't even know about this droid. <laughs> he can just keep bits going on and on. You don't even know. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. Uh, yeah, definitely stay away from Little S. Reich, though. Uh, the trailers make it look good, CJ, but it is not good. And, in fact, you will waste an hour and a half of your day. So, so don't do it. I didn't even text you. That's how much I didn't like it, where I was even like, I rented it. You should check it out. I was like, I'm not even going to waste your time with this. Mm-hmm. So you know that well, it's You should have told me, because then I wouldn't have got yelled at. Well, you know, sometimes... <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> I just like saying stuff loudly because I have my headphones on. So like, your, your mom's gonna hear this, you know. She'll be like, "Why are you being so mean to CJ?" Well, she'll be like, "You know, CJ really brought the weakness with his chemtrail shit last week, so he deserves this stuff right now." Oh shit! She's the one who likes the uh, conspiracy theories, but even she can agree that the chemtrail uh, discussion was pretty, pretty lacking in any sort of uh, facts. Or uh, opinions, CJ. I realistic. Well, to since that. then, I discovered that some people think that with chemtrails, um, you know how in Tailspin there would be oh, a big white puff of like smoke coming off oh, of the cloud, yeah. yes. and then Kit would go surf on it. Yeah, he was fucking. He was. He was. He's so the government surfing. might be developing Tailspin cloud surfing technology. O-E-A. O-E-A-O-E-L. Tailspin. Oh, <laughs> uh, I gotta revoke your conspiracy theory. Uh, <laughs> your conspiracy theory license, CJ. Hey, uh, no one you're coasting. You you're coasting. I am a free No, you're spirit. coasting. Anytime anybody is like, hey, you're doing well, CJ. You're like, I'm guess what? Spirit. Oh, somebody Can't said. stop my shine. Somebody said I'm doing well. I know what I should do. I should just coast. <laughs> like, I'm just going to coast now. Like. It's my beliefs, and I'm going to spread my beliefs to all my followers. You act like you have Everyone's any followers. You got no followers, CJ. Who's following you? My mom. Good job, mom. Way to back uh, the wrong horse in that race. This kid's talking about kite surfing uh, and OEAs and OEOs. And my mom is like, what the fuck is Tailspin? What the fuck is that? And I'm like, remember Jungle Book? Remember Baloo? Where they gave him a pilot jacket and a ship. And then remember Baloo? He flew a plane. Like, Disney was just scraping the bottom of the barrel on that one. Like, Tailspin was terrible, CJ. It was not terrible. Well, it was not terrible. We're talking about there was a pirate guy, and he had, like, a Final Fantasy-type airship. Darkwing Duck was a much uh-huh. better show than Tailspin ever could hope uh, to be. I don't know, man. You don't know? It's definitely I mean, closer for me than it is for you. I mean, I do like Darkwing Duck a lot, but... Are you legitimately, like, uh, uh, entertaining the thought that Tailspin is a better show and a better idea than Darkwing Duck? What did Tailspin have going for it, CJ? So let's, let's, let's dissect Tailspin. It had... Skywriting. Skywriting, which you love. Mm-hmm. You love yep. words in the sky. Always have. Pirate airplane guys. Pirate airplane guys, okay. Uh-huh. It had kite surfing, which legitimately is cool. Like that is pretty. Shere Khan was like a businessman in the city. <laughs> and he was like a tiger. I mean, 
those are three things that are a, definitely a true fact. Sky surfing. I just said sky. Cool. So I already said okay. sky surfing. Uh, so there's still three things. The, um. Yeah. What? I just. I you know. Yeah, it's, uh, 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 it's a good show. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty good show. <laughs> okay, I guess that's no Darkwing Duck. Yeah. But, Darkwing I mean, Duck. Been, but none Launchpad Mc cartoon. So. Launchpad McQuack. Super gadgets. The Darkwing Duck mobile. The fact that he was always doing his awesome, the, the, the shadows in the night, like the, the pee that drips on the floor. I am Darkwing Duck. Like Baloo never did that shit. Darkwing Duck always had something awesome. He had, Were you uh, like a super fan of Darkwing Duck? Yeah, dude. Cause it was like the thing of, it was the best of both worlds when, I, when it came out. It, it was, it was Disney cartoons after school plus superheroes. And it was always just riffs on shit you already knew. Like, oh, hey, remember how Spider-Man had Electro? Uh, well, Darkwing Duck has uh, Megavolt. Oh, remember how there was Hydro-Man? Oh, Darkwing Duck also has Hydro-Man. Like, it was just like, yeah. Do you remember yeah. when Darkwing Duck gets transported to the superhero world? What? And he's a regular guy. And everybody else is a superhero. And he's like a celebrity because <laughs> he's the non-superhero. <coughs> no. Is this something like the like Chinese acrobats? Is this real? Was their meta oh. episode. No. I do not remember that. It's pretty I, sweet. I do remember that uh, uh, basically it was it made me feel really cool watching it as a kid. Like it was edgy. It was edgier than Chip and Dale or, or DuckTales. Because uh, it had, you know, darkness. A hint mm -hmm. of darkness. It was, you know, before Batman the Animated Series came out. So it was like, oh, I like what's going on, uh, and the fact that like they haven't uh, done anything with that uh, with that property property ever. Yeah, since. like it's not. I mean, it's. Well, I mean, do a live action that would be really weird looking, dude. If they did a live action CG or they Just pulled throw some no, duck bills on if somebody, they pulled a fucking Adventures of Tintin type movie where it's all motion capped and CG, and it's like realistic looking, but you still got like duck people. And like beagle people but it's yeah. like real looking dude that would be dope that would be uh, that would be something special i'd be like i haven't seen that before well it's owned by disney right and disney owns everything now yeah well so can you actually just... have like a howard the duck like yeah. Tie in yeah. With it. Yeah. I mean, you easily, they easily could do uh, a Howard the Duck. So part of the Marvel Universe. Yeah. They could make Darkwing Duck. Darkwing Duck. Or part of the Avengers. Star Lord. Mm hmm. Dude, if they had Darkwing Duck and he was fucking trading quips with Tony Stark, that <laughs> would be. Technically, it's amazing. possible. It's 100% possible. Right? It's way more possible. I mean, you could have Gizmo Duck, too. <laughs> like a Dude, live action Gizmo Duck. Blatherin Blatherskites. Yeah. Hook it up with fucking. Was it Fe Fenswick? You can make that like a family comedy type thing. I think. Like, I think Gizmo they're. Duck. Yeah, no, you're 100 percent right. Like that's the thing is like they like Jack Black's voice or something. Dude, Blather Blatherskite. I think they yeah. easily could do a fucking. <laughs> Dude, this is Kadoosh. I think, <laughs> I, think they, <laughs> I think they totally could do a fucking, uh, not, not live action, but like an animated gizmo. I mean, 100%. Like, that's the thing is like DuckTales, Scrooge McDuck, like all those characters, they're, they're basically timeless. Uh, the problem is, is every time they try to reboot this shit, they try to do it, you know, because the kids this these days like that anime shit. I know. We'll make the Looney Tunes dark, and they'll be black, 
and they'll have pointy everything. And you're like, no, 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 no. Just pull it. Just pull it. Ducktales. The 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 latest uh, Ducktales reboot is actually really decent. Like it's 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 a well animated show. It's well uh, voiced. Uh, well acted. Uh, it's entertaining to watch, and it doesn't talk down to the audience. And that's all you want in these types of shows. Like you don't need to make a Darkwing Duck show for a thirty year old. That would be retarded. I know that I'm thirty and I enjoy cartoons. That's fine. Just make it so the kid, so it's for kids, and the, you're not talking down to the kids, and then it will transcend the fucking, it will transcend that 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 barrier. So fuck yeah, give me like live action Gizmo Duck, make an end stinger and Avengers like Four like, um, Gizmo Duck. That'd be the dopest shit. Like like, like Incredibles type graphics. Totally, give me a Pixar. Like, I mean, that would look cool, dude. Give me a Pixar Darkwing Duck movie. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no reason why that wouldn't make fucking bank no, they're really wasting that stuff right now as far as like using it on a bigger platform so yeah I think it's still like fun it's you can still make really fun stories out of that and it's not totally forgotten yet it's timeless especially darkwing duck and and all the superheroes i mean darkwing duck was just a play on all of that shit back in the day and now it's like so prevalent uh in today's like culture like darkwing you can duck even say it's prevalent i mean i mean you know prevalent prevalent i mean you know <sighs> cj <laughs> Hey, buddy. How's it going? You know, it's a Sunday. I'm yeah, f- Sunday, bloody Sunday. I'm feeling kind of. I'm feeling kind of down. You seem kind of morose. I'm feeling. I'm feeling pretty morose. Kind of. Kind of. If I was to describe you by one Smashing Pumpkins album, it would be Gish. melancholy oh. and the infinite sadness. It wouldn't be a. It wouldn't be a door. Yeah. <laughs> no you know i just like i've been feeling pretty down lately so yeah. i attempted to remedy that last night by giving a movie a second chance that you know everybody since it came out had said that i was wrong uh, with my opinion and that i didn't give it a fair shake and that you know maybe I should just, you know, stop judging things so harshly. So I popped in a movie last night uh, and really, really, really wanted to give it like I went into it uh, like a clean slate, like where I was like, you know what? I'm going to pretend like I don't know anything about this movie or this universe. And I'm just going to watch it as a movie as a movie turns out cj that i don't know why i ever ever fucking questioned my goddamn opinions the first time around because nine times out of fucking ten my opinions are correct and i am willing to go on record again to say that solo fucking sucks Whoa, gauntlets thrown. Fucking sucks. And if you think that in any way this movie is better than Rogue One or Uh, any of these other movies, uh, you're uh, fucking wrong. 100%. Holy ball, CJ. Is Solo still incredibly pointless and boring and still so dark? uh, Doesn't matter. Still so dark. Who are you with? Nobody. Oh, I guess your last name will be Rob Solo. So dumb. So dumb. And this time, I went into it because the first time we saw it, I remember I even said, I'm like, this movie sucks. 
Like I'm fucking bored. Like I should next to John Beergut. Yeah. And we got uh, <laughs> Joey Skinny Neck. And uh, we got <laughs> uh, the trash can over oh, there. So and, uh, dumb. It's so dumb. I'm just seeing things in the room. Uh, oh, I'm just so it's dumb. Jazz. My it's joke. Jazz. This is my this joke. Is, this is Joey. Uh, Joey water bottle over here. My, my joke last night was like, what if that fucking imperial asshole was just like, who's your people? And Han so Han was just like, I don't have any. And then because like he does, he takes. A fucking like break and basically looks at the camera with an eyebrow raise, like, oh, but he's like, perfect. Your name is Han Single. And then, like, you have to think that, like, in all the other movies, like, because this Imperial guy was like, it's Han Single. Imagine if in New Hope or Empire Strikes Back, he's like, I'm Han Single. You haven't heard of me? I fly the Millennium Falcon. It's the fastest ship in the galaxy. Call me Han Single. Like, nobody hey, would think he's cool. I'm Han one guy. Yeah, I'm Han alone. Like, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. So, I went into this movie this time. With an open mind, 100%, like 100%, mm -hmm. and also being she's like, you know what, it. I'm going to pretend like Han isn't Han, and you know, I'm just going to pretend like his name is Steve, like he's just Steve, like this has mm -hmm. nothing to do with any of the other movies, right? Like just, it's by itself, because my, my mm -hmm. problem the first time was... Because you're like, that strategy works with Leslie, right? Yeah, I'm just going to pretend that she's Steve. Uh, <laughs> and mostly works, I mean, we've been together for like a decade, so yeah, I'm, I'm, just, just, a, I'm just a gay man, I'm just... Fucking, I'm just, I'm so gay. Uh, so I'm, well, that really I'm, backfired. <laughs> yeah, it did. It really did. It really just made me like announce to the world that I'm, I'm homosexual. So I appreciate that stage. <laughs> I really appreciate that. Uh, no. Uh -oh. So like the first time I watched this, my whole thing was like, I don't give a shit. Like you run like okay prequels, right? I can't think legitimately of a single good prequel movie in any sort of instance. Like, can you can you think of any anything, even like a maybe not even a movie, but like a book or a TV show, like a prequel where you're like, you know what? This really did answer those burning questions and made well, definitely, everything I've better. Said, I've definitely always said I'm not a fan of prequels for anything. I, like, right? I always want sequels. Just extend yeah. the universe, yeah. if anything. People all back. die, fine. Start a new cast of people, same universe. Boom. You know, all their kids are here. Fine. Whatever. I don't care. Yeah. Fine. But can you think of a single good prequel uh, story? Uh, like, it's real, real. It is real it's hard. It's, like, real tough. Like, the only thing I can kind of think of, and it's not even technically a prequel, right? But maybe Back to the Future 3. It's not necessarily a prequel, but they definitely sowed the seeds for, like, shit that they talked about in the other two. So are you saying that's better than the original, or that's just good? No, it's just good. It, it doesn't sully the original, right? Like, Back well, to the mean, Future Alien, 3. Then, you know, with uh, Prometheus and Covenant, I mean... Oh, but that sullies all the other ones, so that's a terrible prequel. Or are you saying that's a good prequel in your mind? Because well, I like... I, I like, like them, too. Like, yeah, I like it. I like especially it. Especially with... Like I said, you know how it is where we both thought that uh, Covenant with... made Prometheus better. Yes, and everything with uh, with the with the with with uh, the droid. But it's rare. I mean, it didn't have to happen, but since no. it did, I still do like it. I think it's good. It's worthwhile. It's not better that they made it than it would have been. But <laughs> sidebar to that point, I could almost I would like to argue that Covenant and Prometheus uh, could essentially work on their their own. Like, Objection. Overruled. <laughs> I think I think those two movies, 
if you look at it in the whole scheme of those two and then Alien, Aliens, Alien 3, all that shit, they're fucking ass. They're mm -hmm. dumb. They're dumb as fuck. It just shows that Ridley Scott is fucking senile and doesn't know what the fuck to do. But if you look at those two as its own thing, like it's just like, you know what? This is its own thing. Then 100% I'm into those. Like You and I talked about it. Like Covenant was kind of dumb, but there are so many cool things in that movie. Yeah, there's great ideas. But if you think about those things in that movie and how it ties into the, the, the future movies, it's terrible. You're like, wait, so uh, somehow uh, the android made the eggs. He, he made the eggs without the queen, even though in Aliens we saw that the queen is pumping out the eggs. What is happening here? You you completely change the life cycle 100% uh, in a span of two minutes, Ridley Scott. Fuck you. But on its own, fucking rad. This robot was just like, guess what? I made the perfect bean. It's fuck you, humans. I think it's part, part of what made it so cool to me, too, was that a lot of people had a lot of theories about all that shit based on those two movies. And a lot of those theories I thought were interesting with, like, the whole... Like, you know, she was the proto-queen, and that's how he was able to make the eggs, but not sustain the queen to, like, keep her alive, and, like, that kind of thing. But, and as much as I agree and with that... And all those drawings that kind of make sense with that, which I like that. That was cool. I 100% agree with that. Like, I, I, they, they actually just released uh, an art book based on all of his drawings, so you can go buy a book and see all those drawings, and that's awesome. Uh, but I that do think they said, should focus more on that stuff and not cut it out. Yes, because I'm they like, could replace a lot of the bullshit with yes, that. Yes, because like better. as much as you're like, I like the idea I that don't like Shaw the spore thing either, because the spore thing ruins the survivability chance completely. Hundred percent. Where it's like if you can just have like where oh, you can get infected now just from from breathing. Yeah. Well, so if you don't have like a separate oxygen, well, thing, I mean, now you're kind of fucked on like any planet that is like devil's advocate you know I mean? these people were fucking morons for stepping off of their air, air their air their their spaceship and taking their masks off right away oh it's oxygen i can breathe fuck no, you totally listen people at work have the flu and i'm like get the fuck out of my office and i'm wearing like a face mask if i'm on a new planet my shit is fucking covered in purell i'm like frank from <laughs> it's always sunny like gotta be clean <laughs> <laughs> gotta be clean you're but like, like marching through the jungle with like kleenex boxes on your feet yes dude straight howard hughes in that shit dude 100 yep. percent. my fingernails are like super long and i'm like fuck this shit <laughs> but like to your point like yeah it's super cool all these theories of like shaw was a proto queen you know what the movie doesn't give you any inkling that that's even a thing so fuck that thought that's it just gives you like fuck that thought it's a cool thought type, yes like, yes here's some things that could be this maybe yes. you think about it you yes. Know. So I like that. I like that. Like, I'm 100% in agreement with you. Like, yeah, totally. But presented with the facts that we got, that doesn't make any fucking sense. So it just shows that, like, those movies ruin what comes after. But if you're able to separate, like, all right, Prometheus, Covenant, and maybe the third one, if mm. they ever make one, is its own thing, then entertaining. That's why, that's why The Offspring made that song about the entire Alien series. And it was like, I know it was like before it even came out, but. You gotta keep them separated. You gotta keep them separated, and it, mm -hmm. you just you gotta keep them separated. So, I tried going into Solo the second time, keeping them. I was thinking of Dexter from The Offspring, and I was trying to keep them separated. 
mm-hmm. the entire time I'm watching this movie, my only thought was like, this movie should not have been about Han and Chewie, who gives a flying... F- no offense, but Han isn't all that cool. I know everybody like like That's the problem with Star Wars, is that like... And I love it. And I love it. CJ, you've known me for so long. But I no longer love this series anymore, because it's just so dumb. Like... It's just so dumb. They keep I mean, ruining I'm shit. Han isn't cool as in, like the character of the original He's Han not, is cool. I mean, the original Han is okay, but like he does his part, but he he doesn't have a rich backstory, nor do I want that. I don't give a shit. But you I know what? That's why you need a more new charismatic characters. like lead because that guy Woody, was like he was all right. Woody Harrelson but... should have been the lead. My whole thought process on Solo is mm. that it should not have been called Solo. It should have been all about Thomas Beckett and his crew, and in the background, they still had Star Wars stuff, and maybe you saw a wanted poster for a Chewbacca or mm-hmm. Han Solo, but it was like, I it's don't like care. Henry, first person, and you're Han Solo. So I don't want that. Him. I don't want that, man. <laughs> it's so dumb, and, like, the worst part about this movie is that it was so fucking boring the second go-around, like, I was so yeah, bored. Like ass, because like I I'd actually started up last night and tried to watch like. So some of it, it looks like shit. I got through like 15 minutes of it, and I'm like, I have like a, a nice TV, and it's I so still couldn't dark. make out so Dude. much shit because it's just like half of everybody's in shadow. It's blue all the time. or browns or and, yeah, muddy. The blue lighting is just it's like terrible. And, and fuck the, you, Troy, and ooh, cinematography. Fuck off. The movie looks well, like shit. There's it another movie that we like saw shit. that has a use of lighting that we'll talk about that is perfect. Yes, that works but, for the movie. So if you want to talk about using telling. blue lighting, yes, like go learn how to use lighting from this other movie. Yeah, because Solo, the way they did it, it was it ass. hides everything. Everything. And if that was the purpose, I don't know. But why? It made it look not only like grimy, which is fine. I'm fine with grimy Star Wars, but does it got to be grimy dark? I can't see anything Star Wars. Dude, it's like trying to watch like the crow. That was kind of, dude. No, everything's at night and everything's wet. You're fucking like, right. Like th- my biggest complaint the first time we saw it was like I thought that the theater we saw it in had everything too dark. Like we, like you mm-hmm. and I talked about the other on Friday. Like Proxima, like the the I, and I still love Proxima. I love the idea that like that Corellia. That all the, the 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 orphans are controlled by this weird slug creature, and she's cool, and she's a creature. And mm-hmm. when we saw it in the theater, it was like, I'm looking at something. I don't know what I'm looking at, and I'm like, well, it's got to yeah. be it's got to be better in Blu-ray. Just like you, my TV, and I don't give a fuck. Again, I'm just calling Troy out because I know he's gonna fucking be like, oh, you fucking suck. My shit is calibrated to the fucking T. I got that special disc. I had that special program. To fucking calibrate my lights and my darks and my contrast to a T. And Proxima was just a smidge uh, clearer. But again, it was like, well, she's in the... We made it dark because Han's life as a child was dark. And I'm like, fuck off. Everything looks gross. It looks mm. it looks like a shitty BBC fucking movie. It looks like a yeah. bad Doctor Who episode. So, fuck you, Solo. I'm glad that this tanked the Star Wars universe because I don't want a Yoda movie. I don't want an Obi Wan movie like anymore. I just I don't like care. In that whole movie, a, a sequence that lasted about fifteen to twenty minutes that was in that lighting, but not the entire fucking movie, dude. You know, like if you're gonna be in like the tunnels for just yes. like a twenty minute segment, cool. 
okay, fine. I could probably deal with it if you're trying to like make sure you get that. Okay, this is really dank and dark, and you it really sucks or whatever. Yeah. If you really need to make that point that bad, okay, fine, but not the whole movie, dude. It makes ugh. it really hard to watch. It just it was it was it was balanced with all the bad humor. It was like, two hours. The fucking oh my god, that the fucking jokes, droid. The jokes are bad. That droid L seven fucking got on my nerves a thousand times more the second time around. Like all yeah, droids matter. Fuck it off. It doesn't help once you've heard it once before. No. Like the first time you're like, eh, I no. guess uh, yeah, I didn't really expect some of those lines. Second time around, you're like, okay, and you know, this is just annoying. And now. everybody's like, Donald Glover's great. No, he's not. He's playing Lando like he's an SNL character. Like, if he was an SNL character, it makes sense. Perfect. You you got his mannerisms down. You are you are doing a very good job at impersonating him. Not once would I ever. And this is the second time around where I'm like, this isn't Lando. What am I watching? What is mm. this? Like, is it, it was such a misfire on every single idea. Where I get that fucking the Chris Chris and Phil or whatever the guys from the Lego Movie got fired and they brought Ron Howard on, I you know not saying that their movie would be any better, but it's just one of those times where I'm like, well, I wouldn't mind seeing that to see if they were going for something else because what we got was just so bland. And who gives a shit? And fucking Amelia Clark, man, good job on showing your tits and some dragons in season one of Game of Thrones, but holy fuck. You can't act. You are a terrible actress. You are worthless in everything. And oh my God, did I not give a shit about her as a love interest in this movie. I'm like, you are no Princess Leia. Not even close. Oh, I work for Darth Maul because I'm a badass. The ending was really dumb. Fuck the whole off. ending was really dumb. Fuck off. Ugh. I mean, props to Darth Maul showing up because you know what? If you're going to bring in anybody, there we go. I'll give it to Darth Maul. And I'm not even going to feel bad for spoiling that. For not no spoilers because but you know they're just gonna fuck it up though, so yeah, it's just like yeah, uh, I can be excited about it after yeah. what they just did with this. And do you, yeah, so it's like, yeah, is it gonna be someone you're never gonna get a sequel? We're never getting give Darth solo, Maul, like all kinds of like no personality and all no. now. We're, we're gonna be talking and like after this, we're not getting it, we're not getting any more uh, spin offs. We got a flashback of now of Darth Maul's childhood that's even darker and it's like all shot in like the darkest purples. And all you see is, like, the outlines of his yellow eyes. And you're like, oh, it subverts your expectation of what you're going to see. <laughs> it's like, don't subvert my expectation. Just give me an entertaining movie that matters. Solo, you don't matter. And you just make me you make me annoyed for going to bat for so many years for Star Wars. Where I'm like, mm -hmm. and I, I don't want to be that guy. Like, I don't want to pull a red-letter media and be like, there's nothing you can do in Star Wars. I'm like, I think like you could do some shit in Star Wars, but if this is the shit we're getting, no, no, well, they had, no. Know, they, did a, they did a good job with the Force Awakens. I'll still stand by that. Was a I'll movie. still stand by Last Jedi after and subsequent rewatch. Starts falling apart after that. Well, that's you know? just it. We like, got JJ. One was kind of like, eh, and then fucking, especially that fucking second star wars uh that was i i don't hate I don't last uh, jedi i when we first watched it i was against it i have rewatched it at least four or five times uh since it came out <laughs> you're like uh, mayor quimby i or uh am flip flopping uh <laughs> no I, uh, because again, that was my whole thing with Solo, like too. When I first saw it, now I don't. See, so that's that, funny. We kind of both flipped. We were the on opposite. It. Yeah. Cause when I first saw yeah. it, I didn't like it. And then when I saw it on rewatches, I'm like, I like it. 
I the the problems that I have with the movie are still there. Like I still have issues with the movie, but overall, I'm like I like what they did with it, right? But now. And with Solo, it was like the first time I saw it, I hated it. And my thought process was like, well, maybe knowing what I'm going to be in store for, I can take my, my expectations, put them in check, and kind of rewatch it with a less of a critical eye. But my the, the issues that I had it the first time were just like highlighted in my face the second time. Where The Last Jedi, I was like, oh, all right. This isn't where I would have went with the story, but I like it. But now my big fear is, is that because the backlash was so high... Is that JJ, you know, they brought JJ back. That was obviously not the plan, but they're like, JJ, come back, fix it. That if, I mean, he is put in a terrible position where he has two choices. One, he can retcon The Last Jedi like a motherfucker. Like, he can 100% retcon it and be like, no, 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 raise parents. Yes, raise parents are serious business. Uh, Snoke was a clone of a clone, and Snoke is still a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, they can go through all these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, or he has to be like, okay, well, everybody hated it, uh, according to the internet. So what can I do that people will like? Well, Leia's dead, so that sucks. Uh, Luke is dead. Well, that sucks. Uh, Han is dead. Well, that sucks. Uh, who can we bring back? Now, if J.J. has the balls... And fucking episode nine is all Darth Maul. Fucking bring it on. Bring it on. But I'm like, I don't care anymore. Like, that's the thing is, even though I liked episode eight, like, I don't, I, 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 I'm, I'm, and and I feel terrible, but I'm like, I just don't care. I don't, Solo, I think, put the final nail in the coffin last night. I just don't care about Star Wars anymore. Like, I don't, I don't care. I don't, I legitimately don't give a shit anymore. And that's a weird thing to say out loud, and that's a weird feeling to have. It's a weird, so, it's a weird feeling. So thinking about that, so if I was gonna maybe have something wacky happen for nine, yeah, I think having because you said like you know having Darth Maul actually be like the center for like the the bad guy side in nine, that'd be crazy. Like that's a possibility. It well, how make, about it this? wouldn't make any sense, but it'd be crazy. What if we find out that, like, there's been the whole, like, kind of unofficial Snoke, you know, as, like, the the Darth Lord, yeah. you know, and then his apprentice. Who's his apprentice? Being, oh, Kylo? Yeah, duh. Being Kylo, yeah, right? Duh. Okay, yeah, duh. Dumb and question. now, <clears throat> right, but then, you know, Snoke is dead now. Yeah. But then we find out that fucking, uh... There's another apprentice and Lord who's like the actual one. Like it's Snoke Rilo like Ken. One. It's Rilo Ken. He's a clone of well, Kylo. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, then you can bring in Darth Maul as the apprentice. And then he's actually working for like a real fucking like. See, you know, that's no. So that way you can have a fight between fucking Kylo and Darth Maul. Kill off Darth Maul again in a really cool fight. With Kylo. I don't even want... Kylo has a new, like, a, you know... No, so, okay. So, to, to go off of your off your thought process, the one thing that... And, and you and I have agreed on this multiple times in the past. The one awesome thing that Solo did right and what I would love to see them focus primarily on in a Star Wars movie are the crime fucking syndicates, right? Not the Sith Lords, not the Jedi Knights, who gives a fuck... Show me fucking the fact that Darth Maul runs this gang. And then you bring in Prince Zixor, the Black Sun, 
and he runs this game. I want a movie where you have like crime syndicates going at it and like on the periphery is like, you know, hey, did you hear that Kylo Ren uh, killed Snoke? Like they don't show anything, but like it's just it's something that these people are dealing with because Star Wars universe, if you think about it, is so big, right? But what we've been shown is so small. Like everything, mm-hmm. everything fits in like this small circle. Like everything ties into one thing. But you're like, we're well, solo- led to believe like only Jedi's and yes. Sith are like That's the super it. tough things in the universe. Put it this way, CJ. How much do you give a shit legitimately? Kind of like about- if you were like, okay, nothing can ever stop the Avengers because nothing can be tougher than that. Yeah. And you're like, you obviously know. there would be. Or like, and just to bring but it into... But it's the whole universe and multiverse yeah, and all that shit. To bring it into real world uh, politics here, everybody is going apeshit about uh, Democrats, Republicans, and all that nonsense. But on a daily basis, CJ, how much does that affect you personally? It doesn't. You're focusing right. on other... You're focusing on just surviving and like just, you know, making your way in the world and doing what you need to do. Like, yeah, these things exist, but they're not the end-all, be-all. So like... Give me a Star Wars that uh, doesn't have a fucking Skywalker in it. That doesn't fucking have Yoda in it. That doesn't have a fucking Darth in it. Like, I get these things exist. I get these things exist. But, like, that twinge of... And it was so much fan service. That twinge of, like, oh, shit. If you followed all the cartoons and the comics, you knew that Darth Maul didn't really die in episode one, but he got his legs cut off, but then he got robot legs, and then he went nuts on Dathomir, but then the witches of Dathomir brought him back from the brink, and now he's fucking crazy normal. Like, you don't even have to go that hard, but just like, holy shit, this guy's a badass, and guess what? He doesn't have an allegiance to the Sith or the Jedi. He's on his own. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. And like... The Last Jedi played with that so well. I still think that movie should have that movie should have fucking ended at the throne room scene, right after fucking Kylo and fucking uh, uh, Ray fought the Praetorian guards, and then he was all like, "He's like the First Order and the Resistance should both burn. Come with me, and we'll start anew." The movie should have fucking ended where you're like, because she sold it so she sold it so hard. That you're like, oh shit, she's like mm-hmm. thinking about it. And like, that's fine that she didn't because that's her character. But like, that's what I want to see where he, even Kylo is like, fuck this, fuck that. That's why I gave, that's why I've come to appreciate uh, uh, Ryan Johnson's uh, destroy the past. Fuck Luke. Fuck what you thought he was going to do. Fuck what you thought they were going to do. Destroy it all. But the problem is that they brought JJ back to be like, no, 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 don't destroy it. Rebuild it all because this is all we're going to get. The problem is they can't figure out, and I think people can't either, whether they want to be focused for the casual fans, including kids, or the super fans who know all the books and lore and all that shit, or want stuff based on that. Because if you want stuff based on that, then there's all kinds of cool shit well, you can do. Let me throw one. If you want to be understood by like the masses, it's got to be like there's the good side, there's the bad side. Good side shoots the green and blue lasers. <laughs> and bad side <laughs> shoots the, the red, red lasers. lasers. It's like GI Joe. That makes it easy to tell who's doing what. No, and I fully agree. I I I 100% agree. The problem is is that, and and that's the thing is like I would consider myself a super fan, but I'm not. I'm a fan where, like, I will bitch for 40 minutes about Solo. Like, I did this episode. Like, fuck Solo. But I'm not going to wish ill will on the people who made it. I'm just like, that movie sucked. Like, 
I wish they would have done it a different way. Like, the problem is now, is like you said, you have the super fans who are just <laughs> like, where, like... If we had an editor, we'd be editing a bunch of, like, your angry tweets. Like, you've made the group of the gears, like, up above your face. Like, fuck this shit. But I, I haven't. But I haven't. But that's just <laughs> it. That's just it. That's I'm just, just it. I no, know. I know. But that's just it. It's like, I would never... Like, listen. Rose. Rose Tico in The Last Jedi, everybody hated her character and wanted her dead because apparently she was a female and she was Asian and she jumped off of Instagram because of the hatred. That's fucked up. And those people are fucking ridiculous. But I can be like, I didn't like her character because she didn't do anything except make dumb decisions in the movie. Like, and it's not her fault. That's Ryan yeah. Johnson's fault for writing her character that way. Mm-hmm. And like it's the whole fact that like now you're gonna have JJ that's gonna come back and he has to placate the masses. So uh, you know what I want? I, I I I want him. I want him legitimately. It would be amazing if he made. And I know this would never happen, but imagine imagine the reaction if for some reason he made the Last Jedi all all a bad dream sequence that Ray has. So Episode <laughs> Nine is like recounting these events, and then she wakes up. And it's right after episode seven. She's like, I've seen a possible future because they've talked about how they're bringing Carrie Fisher back in episode nine. They're, uh, they're using some unused footage. So they're not going to make her, you know, a force ghost. They're using unused footage. So mm-hmm. in this movie, Carrie Fisher still exists. She's like eating at the craft food service. Yeah. <laughs> somehow put her in the background. So you're like, we used her. Yeah, dude. They're, you know, it's her. It's her <laughs> when she's all like, it's her when she's all at like, and she's all belligerent during like press conferences. <laughs> <laughs> and like they're fucking editing her in and you're like wait what is she saying like how does this fit into the movie <laughs> <laughs> of course the empires are a bunch of fucking dicks <laughs> I love this cheese sandwich this cheese sandwich is- more this cheese <laughs> like, it does the, like the cartoon cut away to another scene oh my god it's like they have a star wipe you're like perfect yeah. <laughs> like yeah I mean I'd give him I'd give him 100% balls if he was just like yeah episode 8's all dream Hundred percent one. I mean, and now that I think about it, I think that's a brilliant fucking idea. A brilliant because that's just like it's like Doctor Strange in Infinity War. Like I've seen one point five billion different outcomes. We only win one of these. Episode eight was all just one. That's how Space Leia did her Superman thing in space, and all that shit was like no, it's all a dream. And Ray wakes up and is like, "Fuck, I gotta go tell him. Don't do this." So it's like a quick like. <laughs> Like uh, it's like a recap for the montage with like that like backwards sound effect. Yes, of all the goofiest parts of that fucking movie. Yeah, BB-8 so like and the ATAT, blue milk yeah. and fucking you know the lightsaber over the shoulder and yes. all this goofy shit that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, the titties, the like, titty oh, milk. Yeah, that oh, we can't let this future happen. <laughs> Boom! It's a low box office future, everybody. Yeah, it's how we pissed off the nerds' future. We have to go in the opposite direction. My parents are actually super important. Oh my god, it'd be great. We gotta go back. Pull a lost Ray episode nine opening shot. Ray has a full beard, and you're like, "What is happening?" She's like, "We gotta go back." We're like time traveling Jedi now. Supposed to kill Snoke. That'd be tight. That'd be tight. I mean, I'm here's the deal: is that, like you said, I don't know if I can be excited uh, for this shit anymore. Uh, maybe I'm getting older. Maybe I'm seeing other things that are that seem to be pushing the boundary. You know, Solo decided to hide shit with a blue filter and mm-hmm. make things look bad. 
but another movie that you and I saw where the director decided, I have a vision, and this vision is fucked up, but I'm going to see this vision to fruition, and I don't give a fuck if any of y'all bitches are on board or not, because I'm Mr. Director. And, and somehow movie... got it done without, it looks like without it being touched by anybody. Because I can't imagine anybody being like, oh, let's just take some of this out. I have some notes about this scene. And the director is like, oh, you have notes? Guess what? I'm Mr. Director. This is how this movie's going to be. And this movie <laughs> shall be called. He wipes the ass with his notes. Man. This guy. Spoiler alert. That's right, motherfucker. Spoilers for Mandy. Holy balls. Uh, the quick non-spoiler, uh, the quick non-spoiler review is: uh, you saw the trailer. The trailer does not even remotely come close to how fucking weird this movie is. Not, not, not even, not, not even close. Uh, Nick Cage is back. Maybe he went away. I don't know. But in this movie, <laughs> he's fucking back, man. He is pissed off. He is raw. He's ready to kick your shit. Uh, the director wants to fuck your face with visuals for two hours. Uh, it has... And the soundtrack was like all over the place and it was perfect. Everything it covered, it covered all different kinds of like genre that worked for the movie. It's on Spotify. It was the last, uh, it was the last soundtrack by uh, a Swedish guy. He just, I think he killed himself, CJ. Uh, this is like recent. That would be perfect for what this movie is. Uh, let me let me look it up real quick. Mandy movie soundtrack. Sounds like the kind of legend that this movie would have. Yeah, I can't remember his name because it's like Swedish. Uh, oh, it's Johan. Okay, you know what? I probably could have said this because it sounds like it's fake, but it's real. Uh, Johan Johannesson. <laughs> uh, he he died in February. He's from Iceland, uh, and this was uh, his 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 soundtrack. It's his final work. So the Mandy. Uh, Johan Johansson soundtrack, like CJ said, it's all over the place, but, but it's it haunting. fucking works. This yeah. okay? So, mom, because uh, you think it's gonna be one thing from the beginning, like oh, this whole thing's gonna be this soundtrack, and then it just moves, it evolves like through the story. You don't even notice that this is the same like movie soundtrack. Yeah, it's like ma, cover your ears. Uh, your son has partaked in LSD uh, in the day. And I 100% can say that this movie is probably the closest equivalent that I've ever seen in any medium of what taking acid is like. Uh, it, it, it's not it's not cartoony. It's not fear and more loathing. More so than the Doom generation. It's it's, it's it, dude. It's a hundred percent more so. I'm just like kidding. A hundred percent. No no that no. Like crazy. like it's it's it's. Like you said, like the soundtrack itself is haunting. The visuals, it's 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 like a two-hour music video is like the best way to describe Parts it. Right? Of it are like you're having, like a like a nightmare. That's not a nightmare. It's like a nightmare. It's just weird. It's like a waking dream. Yeah. It's like I can't remember the last movie that after I saw it like sat with me. I felt like I was in a haunted house a couple of times. I was like, oh, dude, look at these camera angles. I feel like I'm in a haunted house. Like this movie, a lot of curved hallways and curved doorways. This movie is two hours long, and the movie doesn't technically officially start until one hour in, and it's brilliant. Yeah. 
and it's yeah. fucking brilliant. The use, but it's it's interesting the whole time. It's weird. It is an incredibly slow burn that kind of sets things up. But what I love about this movie is that it doesn't it doesn't really waste time explaining itself. It it, it kind of lulls you into this false sense of this is what it's going to be about. And then it shows you scenes where you're like, this reinforces what I think it's going to be about. And then two minutes later, it's like, I was 100% wrong in what I thought this was going to be about. And it goes into this weird turn. It's not even like a twist. It just is like goes in this weird turn where like you're either going to be on board or you're not. And if you are, this movie just continues to ramp it up. It just continues to be amazing. It, like, it seamlessly transitions back and forth between... Like a kind of almost artsy kind of like hipster drug movie, like uh, Rob Zombie yes. slash like Texas Chainsaw Massacre yes. type movie. Yes, and I'd sprinkle in like some more like underground like you know drug movies. You know, I mean it's it's almost a disservice to 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 keep saying it's a drug movie, but. You're right. It's not, but it's 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 the look of it though. Where it, it it reminds me of a lot of movies that doesn't have a point like this one does. Yes, yes. Because it just it, the whole purpose of it is just to be like, oh, it's like we're just saying a lot of like deep there shit. There are a lot cool. of speeches directed directly at the viewer, like long yep. form speeches, and it has that whole thing. And it does it well. Yes, and it and it is smart. Where it but doesn't then it make transitions. You mad seamlessly yeah it doesn't make you like oh this is up its own ass and yes. it transitions seamlessly into like what the fuck is happening oh my god did that just happen now like... my only my only complaint is that it doesn't go far enough the third act mm. it happens once you figure out where the th- third act is going there's no surprises in the third act it's just like you're hitting every single beat, and you're doing it competently, but you're not doing it very, like, upgradish. Where you're like, I know this is going to happen, but oh, snap. Now, CJ and I were going tight, double tight, throughout the movie. But, unlike Upgrade, it wasn't like, oh, fuck, rewind that shit. I gotta rewatch this shit. During Mandy, it was more like, oh, fuck. Alright, I'm gonna give it a mm-hmm. golf clap. It gets a golf clap, which is not a bad. It's not a bad thing, but it's just like if, I wish the gore. Yes, I wish. As, I yeah. wish they would have pushed it because if you watch the trailer, it's, it, case in point, if you watch the trailer, you see Nick Cage with a chainsaw and you see a chainsaw fight. But the gore is the, not as important as the tone. Yes, because I think the tone 100%. is what gets a tight, tight, tight. The tone. And the golf clap makes it so it's like that's just icing on the cake. You know? I, I couldn't have said it better. The tone. Like even if you would have exactly shown me that. even less gore, because there was definitely some gore. I just. But even if you would have shown me less gore or less well done gore, I'd still be like tight, tight, tight. It, you know? Okay, so maybe okay. Because it wouldn't have been as good. It may okay. So maybe okay. Let me kind of let me take a step back. I do feel like I need to watch it again almost before I can really have like a lot of formulated thoughts on it too because it's a lot to take in. It's after two hours, I was like exhausted. <laughs> yeah, it did. It's it just did like, make it's me tired. Fucking, yeah, it's, it's like a, a fucking your brain is having to process like all this shit. It's a thing. Like mm-hmm. after you watch it, you know that you watched a thing. Like it's mm-hmm. definitely a thing. So let me just take it a step back. Then uh, 
It's not so much that I needed more gore, okay? So maybe it's not so much that, but if you watch the trailer, so I know we said spoilers, but we're really not spoiling that much of this movie at all. You just you you watch the trailer and it, it doesn't actually even spoil the movie, but it gets it close. But like the idea is is that it's a, in its heart, it's a revenge flick. Something bad mm-hmm. happens yeah, in totally. Nick, something bad happens in Nick Cage. Nick Cage responds. That's the movie, mm-hmm. right? So my problem, CJ. So it's, so not so much gore because you're right. The tone of the okay, movie. Okay, the wackiness didn't go the, far enough. No, no. The the tone of the movie is the tight, tight, tight. My problem is is like let's just say in the trailer they show a chainsaw fight, and in the movie you get a chainsaw fight, but it's like so quick. Everything happens so quick. Mm, it's like yeah. It's like you draw you they uh, the dude draws out the first hour of the movie, and like it's a nice build, and then when and then when the climax, when it's like I'm gonna come so hard, he just comes so quick. Come hard all you want. Come slower, just a bit slower. <laughs> just you know. Let that let that come flow just a bit because like it just it, it, it Nick, Nick Cage's revenge is like boom 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 and then the movie's over. It's a slow build and then boom 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 boom. I almost wanted the booms. So like you didn't have be... time to get in position when he was just gonna finish yeah, off. I wanted to close my eyes a bit. He didn't even get yeah. he didn't he didn't let me close my eyes. It was too fast and you just didn't, weren't prepared for it. Burned. It went by too fast. Yeah, it burned. You didn't get to savor it. It no. wasn't right. It's in my oh, eyes, I, dude. I get you. It's in yeah. my eyes and it burned. Uh, but even though it, my eyes are burning, I have to say that this legitimately, and it is this this like we said, see, like you said, CJ during solo uh, solo talk is like this is a movie that is it's a very dark shot movie, lots of weird colors, lots of weird depending on the scene tones, but it works for this type of movie. This does not work for solo. Solo well, did not need to be there in a, in a yeah. way where it's clear because when they're doing a blue light. The blue light is strong enough to not have shadows all up in it everywhere. You see details. Well, it's evenly lit because it seems like in Solo, it's so unevenly lit. Not it was that like, I'm like a lighting guy, but it's like I couldn't. Well, ever, everything was in the shadow. You're kind of a lighting guy. I mean, you're really annoying when you come to my house and you just complain about my lighting. I bring my own umbrellas and yeah, lights. It's weird. I, I need to get, like, you know. This kid's got in light lighting. <laughs> Mm-mm, I don't think so. I don't like yeah. how I look in here, Rob. Let yeah. me just do a little setup. Uh, I need a little spotlight, a little pin light, a little pin light. But yeah, so like this, it, it's just it's and it's one of those movies too where like it it's it's definitely um it's not a feel good movie. The ending is incredibly depressing overall, uh, and it, it makes this movie does you do not leave this movie feeling good or clean. You, you don't. In my mind, I felt dirty, depressed, but I was also like, I loved the fuck. Like, this it's felt. Outside, yet claustrophobic. It, like, I like that, too. Yeah, yes, it felt. Where no one's keeping you inside, but it's not like going outside helps. And. Because they're so isolated. And it, what's what's cool, it's just, it just, it just feels so. I don't want to say new, but it just feels like. Like you said, like it didn't feel like it was made by committee. Like it felt like this guy had a vision, and he was like, you know what? This is my vision. I'm gonna make my vision. Well, and, and it's someone who likes a lot of the same shit that we do, you know? Because when I was seeing shots that looked like The Shining, yeah, where like that's how bright, like like, like the colors in that bathroom. Oh yeah, that dude. Was, like, that was that a was shining such a weird shot too. We were like, wait, we're like, that's exactly where yes. Kubrick would have had that camera to yep. so try to capture how that bathroom looks and like then how he feels during that scene how he's like breaking yeah. down he's just like his tiny yeah. whitey's like breaking down in that like that bright colorful bathroom mm-hmm. it's 
It is. Because who hasn't broken down in their tidy whiteies in a colorful bathroom? Uh, right, guys? Yeah, not me. Not nope. me. So, uh, even though we said spoilers, I'm not even going to spoiler tag this because we didn't really spoil it at all. No. Good movie. Uh, this, 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 this is what, uh, this is what I, 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 this is what. Strap in. This is what I wish Rob Zombie would have done going, going forward. Like this, mm. this guy's vision. Like grown. Yeah. Yes, like this guy feels like a, it, as dumb as it is, but and it's and it's it's a disservice to uh, the director who I should probably look up because he's awesome. I love this movie, uh, but it's 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 like he's a grown up, uh, he's a grown up uh, Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie, yeah. like where it's not so much fifteen year old. It's like, but what what creeps you out? It is. It's that claustrophobia while you're out in an open space. Like that's so hard to get across yet it happens it's nick cage it's nick cage's reaction to what's going around around him which in theory if you think about it is no different than the devil's rejects it's no different than house of a thousand Mm -hmm. corpses but it's not funny it's just it's it's gross it's it's yeah it's gross like it's gross it's a good i I enjoyed it a lot right and then over the weekend, I was almost like, oh, I kind of want to watch it again. But every time I would think about actually watching it in, I'm like, oh, it's so I'm much not work. prepared for that. Yes, I'm not prepared yes, for that. Yes. Like, I need, I also need to have someone who hasn't seen it to be like, okay, this is like, you know, you need to see this now. So I'll watch it again because you haven't seen it. Yes. You know? Yes. But it's hard to be like, I'm just going to put myself through this again. Yes. That's- even though it's. Perfect. It's great. It's, it's so good. Worthwhile. Yes. But it's gonna it's gonna be some time before I'm ready for this again. Hundred. But I will watch it again. One hundred percent. I gotta be in the right mood. You yes. Know? This is like a requiem for a dream type movie. Like you know it's good, but yeah. you gotta be in the right mood to let this mm-hmm. wash over your eyeballs for two hours. Like it's just it's not. It, it, yeah. So uh, Panos Cosmatos. If I said that correctly, I feel like I did not. Is the writer, the director, uh, the guy who did Mandy? Uh, it's amazing. Uh, I highly recommend that you just rent it. Don't even watch the trailer if you if you're just listening to this. And you're like, what's this movie? It's Nick Cage uh, versus some fucked up horror shit with an amazing soundtrack to the point where it also made CJ and I both uh, feel dirty and not ready to watch this right away again. Great flick. Uh, Mandy, yeah, yeah, it was good. And what what I love the most about it, CJ, is I was watching uh, I was watching I was watching Solo last night, and as I was watching Solo, I just kept thinking I am so glad that CJ picked Mandy when when we were hanging out. <laughs> yeah, like because I'm like I'm thinking about the opposite. If I, was I knew that it was Mandy like it Wesley. was gonna be like a less you know like happy time movie, but yeah. it was also one of those things where it's like. When am I gonna sit at home by myself and watch this? You know, like and like Leslie, I was trying to tell Leslie more fun about to be it. like, oh my god, with someone next to you, like, oh my god, you know, we held, tight, tight. yeah, we held hands, tight, tight, tight. But yeah, yeah, I mean, you always gotta hold you know. hands. You always gotta hold hands All it's right. for safety. Well, you know, yeah, so you don't fall off the couch, bro. I got you, bro. I got you, bro. <laughs> I'm your safety net. So uh, I'm gonna go ahead, uh, and I'm not gonna spoil, but I want to talk about it. I feel bad. Uh, this was in no slight to you, CJ. But oh, we, shit. We just, where is this going? <laughs> we just we just happened to be buzzed enough where we decided to go check out the Predator yesterday as we were coming home. It, oh, it just so happened to play five minutes before we were coming home. I know that I said that you and I were going to go see it. I took the hit for us both after reading all of Uh-oh. the reviews. 
where everybody whose opinions I agree with and whose I usually um, I'm like, yep, I like what you I like your thought process. They said that the Predator was the worst movie that they've seen in a long time. Uh, that it was a terrible Predator movie. That it was just bad in every sense. So I checked out the Predator for those listeners in BDR world who maybe have not seen it, and I'd be I'm happy to report. What the fuck did you expect, you guys? You said you hated it. All right, the Predator. We've seen the trailers. Predator comes down. There's an autistic kid. There's a group of wacky characters, and there's a mega Predator. You know what the story is? That's the story. <laughs> predator. <laughs> Came down to Earth. Mega Predator is hunting Predator. Autistic kid knows how Predator tech works. And the crazy cast of characters have to stop everything. Uh, gory as fuck. Dumb as fuck. Uh, not as good as the Predators. Uh, I, I, I like Predators uh, more. That Adrian Brody uh, uh, bloated Larry Fishburne movie from a few years ago. I did like that one a little bit more. Uh because spoiler alert for the predator. So CJ, and I, I don't want to come off insensitive, but this is a part of a major Hollywood movie that I'm like, there's no way you can talk about this without, I guess, coming off like an asshole. In okay. the newest movie, The Predator, it is, it is, it is, it is told and is known that the Predator homeworld, right, the Predator race. You know when they take the trophies, they take the skull and the spinal cords, you know, right? Mm -hmm. You know why they do that? Because inside of the spinal, they only ever take the spinal cord of, like, the best trophy. They're taking the DNA uh, inside of the spine to create hybrids of the most dangerous, like, the best version of the Predator, right? Okay? So the big Predator that you see in the trailers is a combination of human, predator, and, like, other alien DNA, right? Cool. All right, that makes sense. I'm, I'm on board, okay? You're, are, you, are, you, are you kind of on board with that thought? You sure. kind of on board? Okay. You ready to throw in what I think is, like, are you fucking... Re- okay. So, in this movie, one of the main characters, kids, is autistic, okay? Because he's autistic, he is able to figure out how the alien... How the predator uh, uh, technology works. He's able to read predator speak. Okay. He's able to use predator technology. And it is told to the audience that the predators want this autistic kid because they want to make a hybrid of an autistic kid and a predator. Why? Because autistic kids are the next evolution in human evolution oh yeah i know that so i get this right like i i entertain that thought process because like we don't know enough about how the human brain works and i'm like that's cool but this whole movie is based around the fact that you see this kid who rocks in the corner cupping his ears over and over and like who can't you know make eye contact and then you see these predators who are like you know who the best predator in the whole world is this kid like give this kid a fucking a spear and he's gonna fuck some shit up and the whole movie is like predators versus this kid, uh, and it's 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 fucking silly. It's it's. it's... Do they ever make the hybrid? Okay, so uh, they come close, but what ends up happening is even worse than that. So this movie, Fox. If you do any research, you can even you can just Google 
Predator, the Predator reshoots and find there was a really good screen crush or screen rant uh, uh, article about this. This movie was uh, completely reshot and re-edited by Fox, uh, which com- com- completely removed subplots and everything. So at one point in this movie, there were th- so the, the Predator, the Predator that you and I know, the Predator Predator, he is like mm-hmm. rogue. He's like, oh shit, these badass genetically modified Predators are assholes. And they're going to come and fuck everything up. So I'm going to come and I'm going to spread the word of like, you got to help me, the gym. You got to help me fight these badass predators. Uh, and but on at one the way, point, I'm going to go stop on Earth and like do some hunting. And no, no, no. He got shot to Earth because the mad, badass predator like blew up his ship. So he just kind of like shot to Earth, like through a wormhole mm-hmm. and just ended up. But in an original script, there were multiple good predators. So they're going to be good predators fight with the humans versus the badass mega predator. And it could have been neat. All this shit. Characters were killed and not killed and added and not added. But the very end of this movie, spoiler alert. Oh, my God. And it's not even a spoiler because it could have been so cool. So the whole uh-huh. the whole point of this movie was that the, the predator that you and I know, the normal-looking predator, in a, he stole a ship from the predator homeworld with something inside of this escape pod, right? And they talk about this escape pod the whole movie. And they're like, whatever's in that pod, that's what the mega predator wants. So the whole movie in my mind, I'm like, oh shit, okay, they're gonna tie this into aliens or like the Terminator, or they're gonna do something really cool to like just really nail this home. Like he brought an alien queen, and that was gonna be the savior. Like I mean, awesome. Like let's just reboot the whole planet. So the fucking the whole thing is like, what's in this pod? You know what's in the pod, CJ? And this is all because of reshoots, according to uh, the internet. If the internet's to believed. Inside of this pod is essentially a Tony Stark Iron Man costume that latches onto a human and makes them the Predator Killer. And it's all CG and it gives them like five different like shoulder cannons and like all this retarded shit. And it's like you see it for fucking five seconds before the credits. This nerdy ass lab guy is like, what's this? And it goes, chunk, 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 like a Power Ranger. Chunk, 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 chunk. And all this armor comes on. And he's like, oh, my God. It's the Predator Killer. And then it cuts to credits. So why would they have Predator Killer armor we don't for know. humans yep. that are compatible with humans? Yep. 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 So that they nope. could kill the... I don't know. The, but, I don't know. And I, yep. Uh, yep. Are there only one? Yeah, there's only one. All of them? Nope. Yet, nope. Or? Just one. Just one. Just we one. Have one. Let's bring it to the human planet. It was uh, because uh, here's my deal. Before they open it up, legitimately, because they introduce and this is my racism coming through. They <laughs> they introduce this Asian scientist, right? And I was like, out of nowhere, it's all of a sudden this, this old Asian scientist. And before they show it's in the pod, and I'm like, oh fuck, it's is that like Wayland Utini, you know, from Aliens? Like, is that are they gonna retcon this guy because he's Asian Utini or even Wayland? Like that could work. I don't know. Or Cyberdyne. Maybe the Predator, he shipped the, the, the Terminator arm and, like, the chip, and that's how Terminators get made. So, like, I was like, oh! So, like, they show this a, this old Asian doctor, and he's like, you won't believe what we found in the in the pod. And, like, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's going to be dope! And then instead, it's, like, legitimately, like, the worst CG ever, and, like, it's like, oh, we we call it the Predator Killer. And I'm like, wait, you've never seen it kill anything. Why? How do you know it's not the human killer? How do you not, like, it's so dumb. But yeah, so, um, and at the very end, the autistic kid who's 10 years old uh, works for the U.S. government. 
that's a thing. That that actually happens. He uh he is decoding he's decoding alien signals now. Uh, hmm. You know, whatever. They just gave him full that's a clearance. Good gig. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Inclusive. Probably gets paid pretty well. Yeah, it's inclusive. Holidays. But it was uh, it's you remember Mercury Rising? Remember that movie with Alec Baldwin and Bruce Willis and the autistic kid from Full House? It's vaguely. Like that was more realistic, I believe. Uh, this kid who you know had autism and was autistic just seemed like an asshole. You know, it's one of those. I'm just like, wait, you're just kind of a prick. <laughs> like, you're not really a Rain Man or any of this shit. You're just kind of an asshole. You're written like a Shane Black character. So, I put, uh, I go, it goes Predator, Predators, Predator Two, The Predator. Uh, but it wasn't terrible. It just it, you put it, the predator above or below Alien versus Predator? Oh, above, hundred percent. I hate. <clears throat> I I like Alien versus Predator two Requiem. I mean that. Mm-hmm. Now we talk about dark movies. That movie was shot in fucking pitch blackness, and that is terrible. But there are enough cool things in that movie where I like like the I I love I fucking love the hunter scene with the dude, the dad and his little son in the woods, and they're hunting deer. And they're like, "What is that noise?" And it's a face hugger, and like it, it like the the acid like cuts the dad's arm off, and the, like the eight year old kid's like, "Oh my god!" And then he gets a <laughs> face hugger on him. I'm like, "That's awesome." Anytime a little kid gets fucked up in a movie, I'm like, uh, "You got balls." Uh, but yeah, no, it's just after reading what this movie could have been and reading about the the reshoots and you know the changes, you yeah yeah. But during the movie, I was entertained, so it's not the worst. Uh, your, your mileage will definitely vary. Uh, the gore was amazing. I was shot competently. The main actors, uh, like Michael Keegan Key, uh, Tom Jane, the, the loonies. Uh, I liked, I liked them. I thought they were, they, they had good banter. Uh, they were funny. Like, uh, Tom Jane had Tourette's. So like some of the jokes really fell going all in on they, the, uh, the autism with, and Tourette's and mental illness. That was the thing is it was lots of mental illness jokes and subplots, but none of them tied together and the mega predator just kind of looked dumb yeah he just has a giant mouth and he was and bigger like, and kind of buff he had he had an exoskeleton like that's why he has no armor because it's under his skin somehow it grows under his skin or some shit you know what the hmm. worst part of the movie was olivia munn <laughs> she can't fucking act man like i i don't care she might be the nicest human being on the planet but she ruins everything she sucked in this. She sucked as Psylocke from fucking uh, uh, X-Men Apocalypse. Like, she just is terrible. And in this, I'm supposed to believe that she's like a scientist who, as soon as shit hits the fan, she is just jumping down, shooting AK-47s and shit. Listen, my wife was a badass. And the minute my, my mom handed her a gun, she turned into a pussy and was like, I'm not shooting this. But Olivia Munn is like doing like perfect shots against this alien creature and you know five by five i'm five by five and i'm like get the fuck out of here you're not five by five (laughs) so yeah it was uh i i I think you would have been disappointed cj that's i don't the gore was decent but honestly if you watch i'm glad you saved me the time because i mean i was kind of like I'm not like a super fan of Predator, but I'm like, oh, you know, if it was gonna actually maybe be like a gore fest or something, I'd watch it. Cool, but and yeah, if you if seems you, like it's a wait for wait a five dollar purchase. Yep, wait for an iTunes or an Apple TV uh, uh, purchase and uh, see it then. Uh, if you really want to see most of the gore, I can 100% tell you legitimately go watch the R band trailers. 
That's yeah. all, that's basically 100% of the gore. It was good stuff, but it wasn't like, uh, let's say, Upgrade <laughs> gore. You know, Upgrade, one of the best movies of uh, you know 2018. And if you don't like Upgrade, you're a human pile of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I would definitely say, like, uh, check out The Predator if you enjoy schlock. It is, it's, it's schlock. It is a sci-fi movie with a budget. Uh, it's disappointing in where it could have went, but it, I, you know, I've I've seen worse movies, and that's a terrible, that's a terrible way to sell something. But like, I I didn't feel like I wasted my time. Is that a better way? I didn't feel like I wasted it. I'm like, yeah, it was entertaining. It's like yeah. on the front of the box, like it is what it is. <laughs> yes. like, what a great like quote. I, you know what? You know what's funny though? If I was to think about it. Okay, so like if you were to think about Predator, right? The first Predator, what scene comes to mind? Like for you, like you think of Predator, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Oh, the self destruct scene at the end. All right, I would go with. I would, yeah, I would go with the you ugly motherfucker. The first time you know Schwarzenegger sees it. The first scene that comes to mind when you see when you think of Predator Two. CJ. Uh, I just think of Danny Glover. I think of the scene where uh, uh, Gary Busey gets cut in half and you never see the lower half fall. For some reason, the lower half never falls and you're like, where does it go? It makes no sense. But I think of that scene. Uh, when you think of Predators, uh, the one with uh, Fat Larry Fishburne and uh, Topher Grace, what do you think when you think of Predators, CJ? Larry Fishburne crawling around in like alien muck. I think of the samurai fight with the the yakuza guy with the samurai sword, uh, in, in in like the tall weeds that look like an anime. That was cool, right? Yeah. Now, when I think of the predator, I I legitimately can't think of a scene. Like I can't think of a I can't think of like a scene. What I can think of is the big predator kills a guy by eating his head. With his giant mouth. And I'm like, huh, I never thought their tusks could do that. It seems like that wouldn't be strong enough to, like, you know, pierce something. Yeah. Okay, I guess. But, so that's the, that's the predator. Is like, while you watch it, you're entertained, but nothing really sticks with you. But I do think it's hilarious that apparently the predator is the the best creature in the galaxy to kill other creatures is an autistic 10-year-old. All right, I don't. I feel like that's a disservice. I don't know. I feel like an asshole even bringing it up, but it's you a major plot point. You don't know what's going to happen when they make that Predator. Maybe that's going to be in the sequel. It's just, it's a major plot Maybe point. Maybe that's going to be so like have a to talk new, about it. like, race that comes down. And... It's just autistic, like, <laughs> like he's fucking like, uh, I can't even make jokes. You can't even make jokes. <laughs> but can you imagine, like, a Predator, like, walking into a room and, like, flipping the light switch on and off, like, ten times, like... <laughs> You can't make jokes. You can't make jokes. But again, the whole movie hinges on the fact that, like, <laughs> the predator wants the spine and skull what of a ten-year-old boy. Though, if you had an autistic predator, what else? Well, I mean, no loud noises. Talk to him. Uh, what else? Oh, no, what else? Talk to him. Talk to him. If the if the bad guys, the people that the predator was hunting, were shooting guns, he could count all of their bullet shells and knew exactly how many bullets on their gun. I mean, he's basically Rain Man. It's Rain Man with a laser gun and a spear. Like, I mean, while that image is hilarious, it just doesn't... Why? The Predator itself is just a badass creature as is. Like, why? What? But I did like the idea that, like, anytime that they took the skull and the spine, it was to pull out, uh, like, spinal fluid. So that was, like, a thing. And I'm like, oh, cool. I like... That's the thing. is like, they introduce cool little things. Mm -hmm. But you know what else they introduce? The Predator's talking. 
the predator's like, and they have, and dude, like and they have subtitles, and they have that's what he sounds like, and then they have subtitles, and I'm like, oh my god. So they don't just do like the. Oh my god, you're like Chewbacca Han, where he's like, oh yeah, you want you know you, that you, that the sound in the beginning of, of sweet emotion. <laughs> that's the predator sound. You know what I'm talking about. I though. know exactly what you're talking about. But dude. like that instrument that makes that like croaking like sound. Oh, dude. It, yeah. It, I don't know. It's it wasn't as bad as everybody said, but I don't know. It it was entertaining. I've seen I've seen much I've seen much much worse movies. And guess what? It I was sh- in a waste of time on the theater. You know? Yeah, I like, would have felt bad. I, the theater for something that's worth it. So I would have felt a little bit I'm bad. Leslie took the hit for me, so that was. Uh, Make sure to take that bullet, just jump right in front of it, Matrix style. She did, and I did. And uh, listeners, I'm sorry out there. that I said that uh, you call her Steve. I take it all back. Better fucking take it back. <laughs> fucking better. Bitch. I take it back. Fucking I'm better. sorry. So I wanna, I wanna bring, uh, I wanna bring a quick like BDR update. Uh, Spider-Man for the PS4 is still amazing. <laughs> uh, I am now 82% completed with it. Uh, and like I was telling CJ, if you go into this blind or you haven't really uh, taken a lot of, uh, watched a lot of trailers or know anything, uh, I thought the game ended at a certain point and it turns out, nope, psych, that's just act two. And I was like, that's the shit. So Spider-Man is still amazing, still having a bunch of fun with it. Uh, this is definitely not one of those games that I recommend, and then three days later I hate and I try something else, which is I know, and CJ can attest, I am terrible at doing that. My attention span is very short, uh, and that's what I do a lot. So, highly recommend it. Still awesome. Still super cool. Why are you showing me a vagina mouth? Why are you showing me a closer <laughs> vagina mouth, CJ? Talk. I just talked about Spider-Man, and you're showing me back vagina mouth, CJ. CJ is showing me... Who'd win? Predator versus Spider-Man? Spider-Man. He has a spider sense, bitch. Like, the Predator could never get a fucking beat on him. He'd always fucking see it. So it wouldn't tell the invisibility wouldn't matter because of the spider sense? The invisibility would 100% not matter because of the spider sense. And they could just web him up. Spider-Man would win 100%. It's like when you saw, like, Batman versus Predator. Predator took place in New York, didn't it? Yeah. No, L.A. Yeah. No, it was L.A. Oh, okay. It was L.A. But it's not like Spider-Man so couldn't make it down for L.A. He could be the West Coast uh, Avengers, no. bro. He just goes, hang, he just goes, hangs out with the West Coast Avengers. He could like do it. Different uh, gang territory. Did you really entertain the fact that the Predator could win against Spider-Man? That is stupid. Predator's got some cool stuff. He's okay. got the shoulder cannon. Sure, he's got the shoulder cannon. And how does that work? He shoots a thing, right? Yeah. Spider-Man's got super speed, bitch. He just jumps out of the way. He just jumps. He just jumps out of the way. Yeah, he jumps. And then he shoots the shoulder cannon with the web, thus rendering it inactive. But the Predator's got those, like, Xenoblade things. Uh, Spider-Man also has Spider-Sense, jumps out of the way, webs them, rendered inactive. What else you got, bro? Come at me, bro. What else you got? (laughs) Self-destruct. Self-destruct. He webs the Predator up, like... Picks like him up coffin. and like flings him into the ocean. Into the ocean. Bam. Of course, into the ocean. Into the ocean. Bam. <laughs> that's, like a, that's like a Spider-Man 1960s thing. Yeah. Spider-Man wins. All right. What else you got? It's like where Superman always <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, throws yeah, a guy in the, the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. If you threw the predator in the ocean 
it negates the predator's self-destruct. I mean, it kills like millions of fish, but Spider-Man doesn't care because he saved whatever city he's at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's your neighborhood-friendly Spider-Man. Predator will not be getting the spine of Spider-Man. Fuck no! So he can't. So we'll never get a spider a predator. Hybrid. Oh, could spider you predator. imagine a predator Spider-Man that can fucking predator. like? Could you imagine like, what like if that's like okay, the whole goal for a dude, movie? So it's like they send like a whole battalion of predators to dude, get the spine of Spider-Man because they want to make a Spider-Man predator. Imagine the first predator with Schwarzenegger and all those badasses, and like they're in the jungle, and the fucking predator is just swinging, swinging. <laughs> invisible behind you, just through the fucking trees, dude, and he's shooting webs. Okay, if Spider-Man and the predator had a spider predator. Yeah, that thing would be op. That thing, mm-hmm. you couldn't fuck with that. You couldn't fuck with that. Sweet. You couldn't fuck with that. That would be amazing. That it would be, be essentially a like Venom. <laughs> but yeah, with yes. And, you know, not so lame. Like, you know, Venom was cool, but, like, so long ago. Like, no one thinks Venom's cool anymore. You don't think Venom's still cool, do you? Like, he's not cool. All the Spider-Man characters? Yeah. Like Spider Man's better than never, Venom. I really big into any of the Spider Man. None of them are like that's my guy. You know, like they're all kind of just. Eh. You never had a Spider Man guy. You weren't. You, you weren't Not a Spider Man really. guy. I, I wasn't really a Spider Man guy. What was more uh-huh. of your X? What was more of your Marvel guys? So you weren't Spider Man. X Men definitely X Men. So just in general, just the team. Gambit, Wolverine, we definitely like them. Um, but not Spidey, huh? You weren't like, oh, he's so Spidey. cool. He's a teenager like me. He's so cool. Freakazoid. It's not. That's not. No. Freakazoid. (laughs) (laughs) Disney. Well, no, that's Warner Brothers. Does Disney own Warner Brothers? No, they're separate, bro. If Disney owned Warner Brothers, then the Justice League would be underneath the fucking Disney umbrella. Mm. And then maybe. You know, I can't believe that Superman is out. I mean, it'll happen eventually. No. Wasn't Freakazoid just a fucking hacker kid that went to the internet or some well, dumb Freakazoid bullshit? Can be in, uh, no, what in was Freakazoid again? Justin. What was he? Yeah, what? He was a kid who got sucked into the internet so and became an uh, internet. God, you're, uh, you're dumb. You were powered. Why is cracking? God, your opinions are terrible. Very animaniac style. Uh, that cartoon was fucking ass. That was like, like that it. came out like, we were so old when that Freakazoid came out. Like, you were like in like 10th grade, dude. So what? You tell me what to watch. You were still watching WB Kids in 10th grade, CJ? I just watched a lot of 10th grade, bro. <laughs> That's all I wanted was that response. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> a lot uh, of people's uh, girlfriends are in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, rest in peace, Chris Farley. Rest in peace. So, yeah, check out The Predator, I guess, whatever. But definitely check out Mandy. And if you haven't, get Spider-Man because it's fucking awesome. And Spider-Man is the shit. Now, CJ, I don't know if you watched it or not. And if not, it's totally fine. Did you watch the finale of uh, Castle Rock, CJ? No, I'm way behind. Okay, so ready? I'm not going to spoil it for you. It? No, I don't care if Ari's watching okay. it. Ari is too busy watching Spider-Man 67. Ari, yeah, that's true. That's a big Ari's letting me down, man. He's letting me down. I'm just saying. He's not He's not bringing what I thought he was going to bring to the show. You know, he's bringing nonsense. Nonsense, CJ. Uh, you are not, though. I mean, you're behind, but you did check out Castle Rock. 
Uh, I have to tell you right now, CJ, that the finale of Castle Rock can best be described as it's over. Okay. That's the finale. <laughs> it ends so abruptly. You're just like, huh. And with the knowledge that the second season has nothing to do with the first season, you're like, huh. Kind of let down. So here's the deal. My final tally is I loved everything about the show up until the finale, and I still don't know if I like the finale. Hmm. I, I don't know if I like it, but it, it, it it's it's it 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 it's so abrupt. It's so abrupt, CJ. It's so abrupt. Like it's legitimately like I, I looked it up in the middle of it. I'm like, is this the finale? This seems this can't be. And I was like, it is. Shit. And it ends with like a stinger, kind of. And the stinger, you'll like the stinger. So watch through the credits. It's the only it's the only episode with a credit stinger. So definitely do not shut it off and be like fucking dumb. Watch through the stinger. But yeah, they they uh they end it. They end they end it, CJ. So it's uh it's a it's a thing. Uh, I was kind of interesting. Bumped. I thought you'd be way more bumped. I wanted to be, man, but they legitimately just end the show. They just you seem to let you down. I don't I don't know. That's just it, man. Because the problem is, is it 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 one hundred percent feels like a Stephen King ending. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, like if you read enough, if you read enough of his books, the dude is great at writing, is terrible at ending. And mm. I know he didn't write this, but this is what it feels like. Like it was like I don't need I don't need a show to introduce ten mysteries and explain ten mysteries. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but what I do want a show to do is ex- is, is 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 bring. <laughs> 10 mysteries and let's say explain four of them and some of the things some of the ways they wrapped up some of the mysteries felt like a slap to the dick it was like really huh because in my mind it wasn't like uh i thought this was going to be like this huge revelation but it was like i thought you'd give this subplot more rev- revenance like this, this should have a bit more heart in how you're going to explain it and it was more just like nope Check. Moving on. Like, all right. Mm. So in this case, Castle Rock started out like an almost an ant uh, an anti American horror story where I was like, this is actually gonna be really good, <laughs> and ended up just like American Horror Story. We're like, eh, all right, it's pulp. I thought it was gonna be something greater, but nope, it's just uh, kind of schlocky, and it's just kind of a new American Horror Story. Oh my god, Fallout. 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 Dude, it's Fallout. American Horror Story, Apocalypse. Uh, these ICBMs go off in the world, and certain, it's only episode one, so obviously they can bring more uh, twists, obviously. Obviously. But, obviously. Obviously. But people are like, gotta get to the shelter, and you can bring four people. I paid $100 million to get to the shelter. Uh, and all these people that you know shouldn't be together are together. And the, the 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 show the the runners of the uh, of the the shelter are like, you are dressed in gray. You were dressed in purple. The purples are better than the grays. The grays serve the purples and misogyny. And men are the worst. And you're like, okay, what's happening now? And I'm like, oh my god, this is totally Fallout. Like, there's gonna be like multiple shelters, and they're all doing different. The way it's coming off is like they think they're being a fucking. We're doing something new, and all I wanted to do was play Fallout, the first episode. Which mm. sucks, because this is the season where they're also tying in Coven with the witches. Like, I loved Coven. Coven was like American Horror Story X-Men. Like I, And everybody hates that season. 
I fucking love that season. It's Coven and the very first season, uh, which I lovingly refer to as American Horror Story Beetlejuice. Because it's basically Beetlejuice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And those those characters... Which I like the first season. I hated the first season. I like the second yep. season. I love the second season, even though the ending... <laughs> kind of they, fell off after the second season. They didn't stick the ending on the on Asylum. Uh, mm-hmm. They they rushed it, which sucked. But yeah, so Apocalypse is uh, Apocalypse is has Coven and the Murder House, and they all kind of somehow work together. Uh, but it was one hour first episode, and I watched it going. Yeah, I want to play Fallout. I don't know, but so that's, are you going to keep but, watching it to see yeah, where it goes? I give it three yeah. episodes. I I've watched every season. The only season I well, didn't like when I played was uh, when I played uh, or play, watched uh, the Colony. I wanted to play XCOM. So it's pretty much the same thing. It's like XCOM the show. Yes. Except so, it's not done as well. well <laughs> so. And that's kind of my thing. So I'm hoping I'm hoping it it's it's I'm hoping it's not what I think it is because I'm getting a real, real, real Fallout vibe. Which cool. I like Fallout. But not with these characters. They gotta do some wacky shit then. Yeah. Not just have them trapped underground the whole time. Otherwise it's gonna be like well, Blast from the Past, but there's, dark. There's something in the woods, CJ. We saw something kill a horse mm-hmm. and drag it into the woods. But again, sure. it's all like right after a nuclear blast. I'm like, mutants wouldn't happen that fast. Mm-mm. If I've watched enough 80s and 90s bad sci-fi movies, mutants take a bit of time to come into their own. It wouldn't be like 90 days where all of a sudden CJ's a mutant who can like rip a horse in half. I would. Well, Could yeah, you rip a horse like, in half in ninety days? Uh, yeah. Well, that just like Slither style. Like, oh, maybe. Or it'd be like Wayward Pine style. So again, maybe they're pulling the Wayward Pines. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but it's if you like American Horror Story, it's just more of the same. That's what these shows are. It's it's junk food. Uh, it's junk food. God damn it! Eat it. Enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> like your junk food. I like some of that stuff. I yeah, mean, I watch it. I, I I enjoy it. It is it is what it is. So now, CJ, before we wrap the show up with uh, a crazy uh, viewer question, uh, do you have anything you'd like to bring to the masses? Anything you'd like to bring forth to the people who are listening? Any ideas? No, mailbag. Here's the mailbag. I got the mail. Oh, CJ's like, fuck you guys. Fuck the fuck listeners. All right. Bag. Now, CJ, this is going to be a good one. Uh, I think I think this could be a, a fun one. I kind of have an idea a little bit, but not really. Depending on what you say, I might go in a different direction. Uh, Mama Batman asks, which band or composer would you choose to create the soundtrack of your life? I don't want your life. But what mm-hmm. band or composer would do the entire soundtrack, CJ, from birth to death birth to death cj birth to death who would i trust who would you trust to handle the 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 chronicles of siege i mean that's a you got to think about that man the chronicles of siege is like a sacred text that's a very tough one i know mama batman she's wanted to be she's bringing she's bringing the heat she's brought the heat the last few episodes she really brings the uh that like just boils you down to what makes you a man. I'm not used to this you shit. You need to have a range. You need to have a range. You need to have a range. 
Now, I'll, I'll give you a few. I'll, you know what? I won't even make you. I'll, I'll take it one because this, again, she picks questions where it's like, holy shit, man. This will fuck me up if you don't pick the right one. I'll even give you, like, you can have, like, three people. You know what I'm saying? So it doesn't have to be, like, one. They all work together? To, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. They all work together on a, <laughs> on a compilation. And maybe one track is just one dude. Maybe one sure. track is all of the dudes. You know? We don't know. Give it a little bit closer. How's that? I th- I feel like that might help you. Uh, mm-hmm. That might help you a little bit because one person, man, that's a lot yeah, to that's ask. Rough. That's a lot it's to rough. ask. And one person might not be uh, the best in one sort of genre. So, mm-hmm. what three people, CJ? Three people slash three bands. The Chronicles of Siege. I'm thinking like it's a uh, it's a triple album. I'm thinking mm-hmm. it's at least a triple album. Uh, what three people? Three bands. Give me one that would be a composer. Mike E. Clark. Now I don't want ICP. I just want their DJ. So, so you can give me a little bit of the flavor, but I don't want it to be throughout my whole fucking life. <laughs> so Mike E. Clark, uh, for those of the people that don't know, uh, is the original producer. Legendary Detroit producer of St. Clown Posse and lots and lots of other shit. And honestly, those of you scoffing, uh, the Mikey Clark shit is legitimately good. I've always said, while I'm not a, as big an ICP fan as CJ is, the stuff that I like is the stuff that Mikey Clark did. <laughs> like that tends to be kind of where I lean towards. Uh, I love the beats, uh, and I can totally see uh, the Mikey Clark part of your life being from like, like your mid your mid teens like. to like early thirties. Mm-hmm. Like Mikey Clark would like uh, he'd kind of be scoring that part. Uh, uh, of your of your of your world. Uh, so now to give you a bit of a breather, uh, one of the guys that I would 100% pick uh, to be a composer for the soundtrack of my life would be Junkie XL. Because uh, not only is he known for his fucking hard hitting electronic beats, but lately in the last few years, doing lots of soundtracks, working with Howard Zimmer, uh, that type of stuff. So he has like kind of like the orchestra stuff. Uh, he does many different flavors and moods, and uh, yeah, one of my one of my most faint one of my most favorite uh, tracks is uh, is by is by Junkie XL. Uh, the dude is uh, the dude's amazing. He's basically amazing, and he can do anything. Uh, so if you want to listen to one of the best sound things in your ears of all times, Junkie XL Mushroom. Uh, you can YouTube Mushroom by Junkie XL. Uh, yeah. So yeah, Junkie XL, because I feel like uh, he'd work in different parts of my life. It'd be different seasons. So uh, yeah, Junkie XL. So CJ, second person that you would pick to help compose the triple album that consists of the Chronicles of Siege. Uh, Pink Floyd. Holy shit. You're like, my life is that awesome. Fucking (laughs) Bring Pink Floyd in the mix. I I thought we'd have some tact. But CJ's like, nope, I'm shooting for the moon, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Pink Floyd. Now, what era of Pink Floyd, CJ? Do you have a specific a specific era? I mean, it would have to be Dark Side of the Moon. Because as much as like Piper's at the Gates of Dawn is fun, I couldn't deal with that goofy <laughs> shit. You don't, like, it's you too don't want goofy. that as the Chronicles of Siege. Oh, I've got a boy, QQ Roy, if you block it, has got a basket and a bath and lots of things to make it look good. <laughs> That's a Pink Floyd song. You don't want you don't want that happening uh, during you know, while you're uh 
part of the movie is you just working at one of your your jobs and that's just playing um, in the background. You don't want that? No? No. no? Well, shit, man. Like, you know, I was going to pick Pink Floyd, but now I can't, so. <laughs> you were not going to pick Pink Floyd. I was not even remotely close. Oh, so gonna... not you. No. No, that is that is that is not me. No, the uh the next uh the next person I'd pick, CJ. Um really I think would fit quite well uh and I would love for bums and bums and you think it's going to be Manson, but guess what? Psych, it's not. Instead, oh. it's going to be motherfucking Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman. Like Simpsons Simps- theme. Batman, Edward Scissorhands. Uh, uh, just all kinds of amazing, wonderful, playful, childlike. Because, you know, that's who I am. You think I'm all dicks and bigger dicks. But I'm not. I'm all like, look at me. I'm all childlike and wonder-like. And, <laughs> you know, I'm full of wonder and children. I'm full of children, CJ. I'm just filled with kids. <laughs> you don't even know. There's lots of kids. Of I'm just filled, filled with children. So, yeah, I'd go uh, Danny Elfman would definitely be a, be, uh, be a composer that I would like to compose, uh, you know, the Symphony of Rob. Because it would be playful and fun, but also dark. With an edge. That's me. Yeah. That's me, yeah, bro. That's, I don't know why you're making fun of me, bro. You know it's a good pick. You know I just blew yeah, your it's mind. A good pick. It's a good, it is yeah. a good pick. You didn't it's think talented. of it. It's very talented. I like how your first thought was the Simpsons, side. though. Because it's funny. When I think of Danny Elfman, I think of the Batman theme. Or I think of like, Simpsons or Oingo Boingo. Well, yeah. Both are I mean, both are amazing. And if, you, if any two words are going to describe Rob, it's Oingo Boingo. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. All right, so I got Junkie XL uh, and Danny Elfman. You have uh, Mikey Clark and Pink Floyd. CJ, the third person and or band to score the Chronicles of Siege. I'm going to go with DJ Shadow. Oh. You know, not a bad choice. Not a bad choice at all. DJ Shadow runs the uh, the Spectrum on mm-hmm. Soundscapes. Uh, different ideas and themes, uh, different groups he's worked with, and even the mm-hmm. way the, the, who he produces for. Nice, I like it. I like it how yours is also like you know stand real, uh, stand real true to the streets. Just a quick shout out to the Pink Floyd, but it's like nah, son, mm-hmm. I'm keeping it real. I'm keeping it real. It's also like what could I, you know, what would I want to not get tired of for like my whole life, you know. That's uh no. So you want to make it like some one hit wonder shit. What you don't like want like, fastball? Like when? Steal my sunshine. <laughs> you don't want to steal my Is sunshine? Hey, looping. Dude, are you hitting on the verve pipe? Right? The verve pipe. Yeah, the verve pipe. <laughs> well, because there's another band called the Verve, and it was like, wait, yeah. what? Why the two I wish that you and I would have went down to Bacon Bash and uh it's so I hot. followed you around. As you're just like not moving for people, like in that video, we could recreate it. Hey, it's my bacon. Hey, I dropped my bacon. No, it was too hot for bacon bash, dude. I was like, I thought about it and I'm like, it's 90 degrees. The last thing I want to do is be in a parking lot filled with asphalt at 105 degrees, surrounded by bacon tents at 150 degrees. I walked down there. Oh, did you? And it was really fucking hot. Yeah, it's the second biggest. So all I did 
was I got some tickets. Did you get pig wings? I got some food, and I went back home into my air conditioning. <laughs> Did you get pig wings? That's the only thing to get down there. Pig no, wings. I wish I would have. Motherfucker. So next year, pig I'll know. wings. What'd you get? Uh, the bacon mac and cheese. Yeah, I make better. Is stuff. not good. I make better bacon because mac. it's like it's like Stouffer's yeah, mac and cheese with gross. some like good bacon in it. Yeah, I make better. Mm-hmm. But I had a good pulled pork sandwich though. Uh, you've had my pulled pork, CJ. Who makes better mm-hmm. pulled pork? Be honest with the listeners. Oh, jeez. Uh, no, I mean, yours was better, because this was, like, not as uh, tender as it could have been. It was flavored really well. Right, right here, CJ loves my tender pork, listeners. He mm-hmm. loves my tender the tenderest. pork. The tenderest yeah. of the porks. The tenderest. I like when it's falling off the bone. Feels, <laughs> feels so good. <laughs> so, did you pick your third person? Am I too drunk? Did you already pick your third person? DJ Shadow was my DJ third. DJ Shadow is your third person, so no, I can't Mike pick... Clark, Pink Floyd, and DJ Shadow. And I can't pick any three of those, so... Um... Who did I pick again, CJ? Danny Elfman. The Offspring. Lou Bega. Who's your next one? CC Music Factory. CC Music Factory. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. No, In excess. My my third person is Tay Zande. I just want <laughs> I just want chocolate rain. Mm, deep. Deep uh, pull. Uh, deep uh, internet uh, pull. Uh, uh, 2006. Yeah, mine is Star Wars kid. Oh. Oh. No. If I had to pick a third composer, obviously, you guys. Obviously, it would not be Marilyn Manson. It would, in fact, be Aphex Twin. A... Because why the fuck not? A little Richard D. James. Because he hits everything. And it would be awesome. And CJ is so annoyed that he didn't think of that. I can see it in his face. As soon as I said it, he was like, what a bitch. What a, a bitch. bitch. I saw it in his face. I saw Such it in his face. a bitch. Obviously, Aphex Twin. Junkie XL. Danny Elfman. Well, it's not like the bouncing ball song over and over again. Let's I don't want not the... deal with that. Well, I'm not. It doesn't have to be those songs. I mean, unless that was part of your life. For, I mean, let's be honest, CJ. The bouncing ball was definitely like two years of your life. I don't want to talk about those two years. <laughs> for Brain Dead Radio, my name is Rob with C to the J. And transmission. Radio Production. Yeah. Visit us at www.brainedevradio.com.